0: Okay, Reggie, we ready to go? Levels look good. Let's just get started with this thing. 348, episode 348. Here we go. Star, smile strong. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. <music> and welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. we are there. And don't forget, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion is much appreciated. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, go to WGNRadio.com, go to the podcast section, Click the plot for this podcast, and you will find a plethora of podcasters waiting for you to binge on. So what are you waiting for? They're all there. By my tally, this is episode 348. And welcome to episode three forty-eight. We've got a special guest here to ring in the new year and to talk about uh, things that are always interesting in the pop culture world. So I'm very happy to uh, to welcome back uh, not only to the podcast but for this new season or this new year, uh, Emily Arminetti. Hello, Emily. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Do you have a good New Year's and everything?
1: Yeah, it was great. Thanks. How about you?
0: Not too bad. Low key, but fun. Um, I once again have broken my resolution to never watch any of those uh, newly uh, those New Year's Eve shows.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: because they are the worst television ever yes. produced, and they <laughs> yeah. and somehow they even um, top themselves this year. The the one yeah. the one observation I made was that uh, clearly Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen definitely need to be drunk, or there is absolutely no <laughs> entertainment value there at all.
1: Agreed. I, well, we were in Utah, so we were watching football right up until the ball dropped. Oh, so okay. we yeah. we switched at the last minute, so we spared ourselves a oh, really bad wow. awful. <laughs> yeah. Every
0: station, yeah. every state and yeah. I I mean, once again, I'm showing my age here. Which is pretty easy at this point, but um, I mean, I didn't know anybody except for Duran Duran. I mean, oh, (laughs) any any performer uh, co. I mean, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Seacrest had. Some apparently some TikTok woman, was, oh gosh. you know, hosting oh, yeah. with them. It's like I never thought I'd ask, you know, for uh, for Kathy Griffin to show up again on television. But wow. I know,
1: right? Well, if it makes you feel feel any better, I don't know who those TikTok oh un- yeah, it this was unbelievable. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just crazy. Plus, it was pouring rain. It was just oh. But what I wanted to talk to you about today uh, is uh, is a common. Uh, kind of topic that we do talk about, and uh, we just had a couple of weeks ago the Golden Globes. Uh, in about a month or so, we'll have the SAG Awards, and then on March 12th, we'll have the the Oscars. And this year's Golden Globes were were interesting because there wasn't any last year,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> so it was going to be interesting. They they got into a, a whole bunch of uh, of of politically correct, woke. Uh, Trouble for finding out that the uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press, which which puts on the Golden Globes, didn't have any black uh, reporters in their eighty seven or so membership, right. and many of the winners, uh, you know, on a regular basis. Not only diversity in the nominees and in the winners, but also again in the the whole committee the whole enterprise was had a lack of diversity so of course in today's world um that's a no-no so uh the the entire uh presentation uh televised was canceled boycotted by many people Mm -hmm. so they didn't do it they gave the awards away Mm -hmm. but they did it online i think didn't they
1: yeah maybe i mean yeah i mean it was
0: so not it was it was such a non-event last year right so they uh they they certainly wanted to get back in the game um and so they wow uh did you watch it the whole thing or what did you do
1: i did yeah mm-hmm. so I you really it. you actually watched I it live say, though i didn't even realize it was on until <laughs> that day i didn't know i don't know what the for some reason the award shows are like always uh, like getting away from me but Someone at the last minute will like. So this year, my dad was like, Oh, here, you're gonna watch the Golden Globes tonight. I was FaceTiming with my parents, as we do since they live in right. Chicago and we're here in Texas. And I was like, Oh my gosh, the Golden Globes are on tonight. I know. <laughs> so, it's un- yeah. I, I mean, almost missed it. Yeah. Well, you,
0: missed, well, you, you I, well, I you, well, well I, I, you, you wouldn't have, in my view, you wouldn't have missed anything. Uh, they weren't on last year, didn't care. Uh, they were on this year, and Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care.
1: <laughs> still don't care
0: because yeah. wow that was i mean i had to um i i was already dvring it and right. i w- i started to watch it live and then mm-hmm. from the first minute i could see it was going to be a train wreck and <sighs> i just you know kept going away and coming back and then so i'd wait like 20 minutes and go back and then fast you know then and, and rewind and get to the awards, and then mm-hmm. listen to about thirty seconds of the babbling that went on on these ridiculous speeches, and then fast forward it. And, <clears> and when <throat> I when I got to real time, um, and Jared Carmichael or Gerard uh, got back on to do his whatever he thought he was doing, I had to. That was I don't know how you felt, but I just thought the whole thing was very painful. I, that guy um, I know he's popular with the young people but i just felt he was and he and at least he admitted at the beginning that the only reason he was hosting it and he was chosen was because he was black
1: well i think he yeah i mean, I mean
0: that I'm was like, a joke I, but I, it like, wasn't that dude, far from the I, truth
1: i think well no i mean i think he he rec- he's he's recognizing like like you know yes that he is part of this recalibration uh that course correction that the um that the Hollywood Foreign Press is, you know, doing to like try to revamp, and uh, and you know, I mean, I actually did my... I liked his opening monologue. I liked that. Really? He, oh my he d- God. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But see, he.
0: he What'd you like there, better, I the he, shushing of the audience? No, no, okay. So the smug, okay. the the smug I, I, uh, personality. The, okay, wait. Let,
1: the, wow. let me just say, I have <laughs> seen his. I have seen his parts of his stand-up special and that he definitely has a very like that is part of his 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 act I mean he's just very like low-key and calm and and more of like a storyteller almost and so his style you know and I think was a little different for people because they're used to like especially when comedians host these awards, they're used to kind of more of a, you know, like a, what you expect from a stand-up sort of routine where they're moving around the stage and they're, you know, here and there. And they're, you know what I mean? They're, and they've got you engaged. He's more low. You mean they're funny yeah. and entertaining. I, they're funny I and entertaining like, then, right? Well, I liked that he <laughs> was not afraid to say, hey, look, Hollywood Forum Press, we know what you're doing here, like in hiring me and bringing me in to do this. And I did think he had some funny moments in the opening monologue. Now, that's where it ended because (laughs) I thought that ongoing gag about shushing the audience was not funny and awkward at a certain point. I don't think he was trying to be funny.
0: See, that's the thing. I don't think he was trying to be funny. I, I don't I think I was, don't I don't think that was a joke. I think he was very well, it serious. Was funny,
1: so I don't what what I I don't know why I mean it just seemed very odd and it needed to like stop at a certain point and he wasn't really reading the room. No. So I just no. thought after that opening monologue, everything he did after that was either it just fell really flat or it was in such poor taste. Like you know, the Whitney Houston joke oh my
0: that was gosh. really well, you, really You know the very prob- the problem the problem that he had is I mean, this is the first time he has been on that kind of a big stage. I understand he's very popular on the Netflix. Yeah. or wherever he is and but in today's very uh you know segmented niche world it doesn't take much sadly to become popular with just a small audience i do not think he's a seasoned performer uh right. <laughs> I, at all and this was he this and he was not ready for this kind of a stage and because he's used to being in a comedy club or even a theater where he's in control and to your point, right? You said that's his style. Okay, if I know that's his style because I like him and I go there, then I will. I'm already aware of that, and I am playing into that, and we're on the same page. But he walked in with that attitude of the shushing, and he 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 just strolled that stage like like he, he was in a room with the biggest celebrities in the world and he was acting as if he was the coolest guy in the room now usually he is when he's in a comedy club he's the coolest guy in the room but in that room it's a very special room he wasn't even the 500th coolest person in the room there was Brad Pitt and every there was the biggest and Steven Spielberg there he he was a pimple and he still was because that's all he knows and you hit it right on the head he didn't know how to he didn't know how to read the room and he didn't know how to play that room
1: yes and and you know and then the, so like then yeah everything else that so it was like the Whitney Houston joke was really bad Spe- speaking of Steven Spielberg the Kanye West joke
0: oh oh, oh my god so
1: cringy. the fact that Steven poor Steven Spielberg like somehow mustered up oh, a chuckle yeah because you know he he is a very experienced obviously he's about as seasoned as it yes. gets. he knows <laughs> he that Hollywood. the camera is gonna pan to him right. as soon as and he was I mean, uh, I hate even saying he was a good sport about it because there's nothing. There is not. Nobody should have even chuckled at that. Not even Steven Spielberg. I kind of wish that Steven Spielberg had given him, you know, the side eye or something, right? Because that was just not. It was. It wasn't funny. It was an extremely poor taste, and and especially on a night where Steven Spielberg is there to like this. He's there. honoring like the story of his life which as he mentioned in his speech (laughs) he has been trying to figure out for his entire career how to tell that story it's a very deeply personal thing for him because it's a story about his family and his life and his mom and you know it was just i just don't know yeah, what he was doing. The, the Tom Cruise. Oh, gag well that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that Shelley was. Miskiewicz.
0: Yeah, that was so inside baseball. Nobody knows the head of Scientology. But, but, Nobody and, but, knows oh, his wife right. is missing. Well,
1: except the people in the room. Exactly. And they but. Didn't but like that joke. Yeah. And and, and, half and. and of them are Scientologists. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, once again, no reading of the. You know what would have been funny if you were just. You know, this is this is the difference between knowing a room and knowing what's funny and not. It was funny just to come up and say what he should have done when he, because he comes out with the three golden globes that apparently Tom Cruise had given back his last year because of this, the, the foreign press with no diversity. So he's trying to be very politically correct. So he comes out with, you know, Gerard Carmichael comes out with these three golden globes and says, Oh, we have the three golden globes that Tom Cruise has. And instead of making this this obscure joke about Scientology, and maybe we could trade these in for the safe return of the wife of Scientology who's been missing. I mean, gosh, who even you know? Give me a break. He all he sort of said was, "I've got these three, and who wants one?" Yeah, and you know, hey, Brad.
1: Maybe just not make a Tom Cruise. Well, yeah. Well,
0: no, that's fine. If you wanted to do that, because they were they were they were introducing two people from. Uh, no, I know, but Top I think Gun. that
1: made it even but I think that made oh, it I know. worse because those two guys that were being introduced. I mean, these guys, their career is on the rise. They got right. to be in one of those highly anticipated <laughs> sequels for decades, and they do not want to be on Tom Cruise's Well, not
0: only that, so everybody they, in the room, everybody in that room yeah. wants to be in the next Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. They're so all actors poor guys. Yeah. Now they're following this oh, this is their oh.
1: introduction they don't want yes. to be associated with this bad but my point joe
0: all he had to do was it was it would have been a good gag to come out the three and say because of the time th- that was fine but my point is he didn't know he didn't know the right joke or he didn't know when to stop he just could he could have said well here's tom cruise's things what should we do with them maybe these guys want yeah, whatever uh, boom boom or they like said would have been funny who wants one and walk out there brad you want one You know, go to, you know, Julia, do you want one? Whoever's there, Steven, you might not get one later. You want one now? You know, I mean, whatever. And then fine. But to make this, I mean, my gosh, the the room groaned. I mean, what's so great is they don't know. They don't know what they want. They get Ricky Gervais who goes out there and treats the crowd with no respect at all in a funny way to just say, hey. You know, let's all just make let's let's real let's realize how silly this is, and revel in our pompousness. Yeah. And so then he attacks everybody, and everybody groans and gets mad. Then they have you know Tina Fey and and um, you know on and, and she doesn't offend anybody. Oh, and everybody and, Amy and they're, they're good. I know, but they're my point, my point is they just but they played it safe. And everybody was. Well, but they was also fine.
1: don't want to keep doing it. They don't want right. to keep doing it. No, I understand. But they played it safe, and, and then everybody. But
0: everybody says, "Well, that was boring." And then they get this guy, who okay, he's hot and he's hot and hip, and of course they're trying. I mean, you know, the irony is they tried to be diverse. You can't, you can't force diversity. You can't force humanity. You know, it's like. So what did do they do? They get they get a a, a black uh you know african american hot comedian to cut co- to host it okay check mark there they gave a lot of african american they had a lot of african american nominees and and a lot of african uh, american winners but at the end of the day the best part was the biggest winners were all white and middle aged <laughs> well i thought
1: also i mean i i i think they definitely need to make changes and i appreciate what they're trying to do. But I also see your point, which I think is it can't just be a tick box. No. Um, and you can't, and you can't, over, like it, and you it, can't over, and you can't overcompensate. Be, well, I think that, but I do think they, they, they have to make changes, right? So, um, you know, I think that that's something that they can't get away from. It's just that they don't know how they maybe don't know how to go about doing that in a more authentic way. But the thing is like, even I thought the most egregious thing was when he introduced Helen, the head of the Hollywood Foreign Press, <laughs> to come out and talk about all the changes they've made. And here comes Helen, who is a blonde white lady. Exactly. <laughs> But the weirdest thing too about that is then the camera's panning around the room and there are a bunch of people kind of giving the side eye because they're like, oh, great. Here comes this blonde white lady to tell us all about how they're making changes that are, you know, very necessary and needed. And, uh, you know. And even the people giving her the side eye are like privileged, right. middle-aged white men, right. <laughs> like yeah. you know Colin Farrell and you know <laughs> Brad Pitt giving this lady the right. side eye. Yeah. It was just kind of bizarre. No, you know? it's
0: the problem. I, I, I we've talked about this before, and I and I just I, I really think that these. I mean, the award shows are are perfect television fodder. You know, they're perfect. They're, they're, they, they, they're a block, a three hour block. So the programmers just say it's on and I don't have to worry about anything else on that day. It's filled with celebrities. They now have, you know, extended it uh, in the last 25 years or so because of the red carpet, which I actually believe the red carpet now is really the only reason for these award shows because nobody even remembers three days later. Who won the award? No one cares. When you see the headline, the headlines from the Golden Globes was either about Gerard Carmichael's bad jokes, the Scientology joke, or Eddie Murphy's joke about Will Smith.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know, so we don't even know. I don't know if you just saw, there's another new award that just came out uh, a couple years ago called the Critics' Choice Awards yes now these I, were on i don't know you know I, I read just to find out what it is apparently it's a a, a recent merger of broadcast television uh journalists and broadcast film um uh, both they were i guess they were both different uh groups and they merged to create this critics association mm-hmm. all i saw the next day was uh, once again I didn't see who I had to go in and go three layers in to find where the winners were because the big story was Seth Rogen panned the CW network for some reason of which it was well, broadcast. I think he, on. I,
1: yeah. So first of all, it, it was broadcast on the CW and that's why I didn't watch it because <laughs> I kind of wanted to watch it because Chelsea Handler was hosting and I do actually like Chelsea Handler. And, um, and so I wanted to watch it. When we cut the cord, apparently the CW is one of the things that got lost in the shop.
0: Oh, so you (laughs) cut the cord.
1: Yeah, well, we we did a a while ago. And we have, so our main thing is like YouTube TV, and then we have all the other, all the other. Streaming services, you know, so so YouTube TV is where our we'll we'll call it TV Guide is right. We're all the channels, yeah. And so we don't get the CW, and I'm assuming a lot of people don't get the CW. So I don't know who was watching this. But my
0: point is, my point is, they. they, they, I'm I'm just wondering these award shows. I'm just I don't know everybody. There's all this anticipation of the the anticipation of it, including the red carpet shows which are the anticipation of it yeah are more of the lure the actual show itself the 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 last 10 years and i've been saying this and i as i said I, i i i and and once again look who look who the oscars get to host you know, everybody's well, favorite have, piece of uh, white bread, Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. Right? Yeah. So once yeah, again, no 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 nothing uh, con- controversial, nothing opinionated. It's going to be it's going to be white bread with butter. Everybody's going to be kumbayaing and and I'm like, "So, you know, that, that that's going to be I could tell you it's going to be a boring show." And the sad part is, right now, I mean, in all honesty, from the Golden Globes perspective, how many of the movies did you see?
1: Uh, I think I've seen not a single. <laughs> That's movie what I'm saying.
0: Year. I I mean, at this point, I mean, uh, you know, was
1: Glass Onion nominated? That is the only <laughs> movie
0: I've exactly. seen this year. Yeah, me too. And, and it
1: was because I I was I was traveling and I downloaded it. because yeah, it was on Netflix. Right. I Downloaded it to watch on the flight. I I just think movie.
0: that we are in we are in such a. A, a weird time right now I, as i have kind of described it as our whole society is kind of like making the sausage. we we don't know what we we don't know what what we're doing. we don't we we know what we want, but we just we don't know how to get there or what to do. We're throwing stuff in. We're not following a recipe. We're just going like, I guess let's try this, let's try that. <laughs> Nobody knows, I mean, to your point, you didn't even know the golden globes were on that whole world right. of what's on where's on. There was a show that I really liked. It was on a couple of years ago with um, Brian Cranston called your honor and it okay. was on showtime and it was a very good, uh, you know, show just, just this morning I was for, you know, I got up early this morning. I'm clicking around the, my thing and I was on showtime and I, and I see your honor and I'm like, why are they replaying this? So I, I hit the, um, The button for the information and it says you know it's a new episode
1: and i'm like okay
0: where did who knew that there was a season two of this
1: well especially with brian cranston right you would think that it would i mean
0: i there is no and i once again i I'm, i'm every day i'm online watching reading stuff there wasn't a a a, a a a mention of of se- season two. But to your point, Roy, you know, uh, you know, Bryan Cranston on television. I I, I and, and so I, I when I think about this, I mean, here, okay. So like you said, there's some buzz about the Fablemans because of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, and this personal story. Now, there's this other movie that everybody's talking about, Everything Everywhere All Over Again or something? Is that what it's all called? All at
1: once. Everything Everywhere <laughs> yeah. All
0: at Once. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh, by
1: the way, though, Jim, <laughs> I do have to say because I think Gerard Carmichael threw you off a bit, and so I will say you missed one of the best speeches I've seen in years. Which one? Which, well... It was the guy who won. I think it was best supporting actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, oh okay. And do you know who that is? No, who is it? Okay, so it's an actor named Ki Huy Quan, uh-huh. and I did not realize this. He started off his speech by saying, "You know, I was always, I was raised to always remember where you came from, and I'm so glad." That Steven Spielberg is in this room because he gave me my first you know, chance and job in this industry. He's the little kid from. Oh, is he kid from, from the kid from the Temple of, Temple of Doom. Doom
0: with the bad little hat yes.
1: on? Yes. Yes. Oh, how funny. And he gave, the, he was the first speech of the night and the best speech of the night. Oh, and I okay. think Jennifer Coolidge was a, a close second. Okay,
0: but okay, okay, okay now, now with Jennifer Coolidge, let's, let's talk about that. Okay, I thought her acceptance speech was fine. Yeah. But that I loved it. first speech
1: Oh, when she was she when was, she came yeah, out to came give to an process. award,
0: they let yeah. her go. I'm they would let her go on for twenty minutes about absolutely nothing.
1: I know. And I, I was like,
0: they, if they start if they play anyone off who won an yeah. award later in this show
1: I, I agree because
0: they let this one go on for no. She's there was no point. It was babbling once again. No, I mean four, you know but two that's minutes.
1: Her, that's her thing. That's I her thing.
0: I know, but you know what? Re, to your point, the the, the the biggest the biggest advice to anyone in that situation when you're in any forget about a war. Read the room you that's her shtick. That's fine. Not in that scenario where we're here to give the awards. And, you know, you, I, I wonder if she was just wondering, look, if I don't win later, I can't give my speech later. So I'm going to do my stick now.
1: Well, I think it's more like they said to her, because that's kind of her thing. Her thing is kind of off the cuff. I understand that, but whatever. it was way too and long and it went nowhere. And they said to her, like, I don't think they really had anything prepared for her. I think they just said, go be you. Yeah. Like, go out there. And okay. Be well, bad. Hula. Well,
0: bad idea.
1: <laughs> okay. Bad well, idea. I did really like her speech. No, though. <laughs>
0: you mean the beginning one?
1: No, no. I mean her acceptance. Okay, yeah. No, her Her,
0: her acceptance speech was fine, but the beginning thing—you already had you had Jared Gerard, whatever. You know, she was the next one out. She after his, um, you know, too cool for the room. uh, You know, hushing and and that strutting, and then he had more outfit changes than Cher has ever had in his in her life. <laughs> Every time they came back from a commercial he had a different outfit on.
1: Well, he made a joke about that. I he know. made well, a joke.
0: But my point is, you know, the, if you if you're if you're trying to, you know, he had such an opportunity to be on the big stage. And you know what? Don't throw everything out at one time. You know, keep a little mystery. What he should have done is has played that room, been pick your points, pick your pick your moments, and then want people to come back again, and then you could slowly unpeel the onion as to who you are, and people get to like you. This guy came on like everybody knows who I am, everybody knows my shtick. And I'm just, and it's like nobody knew who you were in the, in, of the billions of people, maybe 10, you know, maybe those people in that room knew, but, but the audience didn't know who you were. They didn't know your style. And he came, I mean, I, I, I don't know how this guy goes on. I mean,
1: well, I think the thing is that, he had a, a super hot Netflix stand-up special, and but to your point, that is a much smaller audience yeah, that, you than yeah. one of these award shows, especially the Golden Globes, you because know, you know next to the Oscars, that's kind of like considered you know
0: the yeah. or at least well it won't be anymore.
1: Hollywood Foreign Press got it. It in won't
0: be anymore. That I mean, you know what that yeah. shows. I said before that show wasn't on last year, and it came back this year. And I'll tell you, I I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. Again, because it's never, and they always give it, oh, it's a precursor. It's never a precursor to the Oscars because the Hollywood Foreign Press is always starstruck. They always um, nominate the biggest stars uh, and the most popular things. And obviously many times, uh, you know, foreign, you know, actors who nobody, who nobody even knows and rarely even get nominated because obviously it's the foreign press. So it's not a precursor. The only reason it's a precursor is because it's the first one of the year. Yeah. And so it's the first time that there's some kind of coalescing around something. But, uh, you know, I, I can't, but if you look at some of the past winners, some of the past winners of the Golden Globes never even get nominated for an Oscar. Forget that they win. They don't even get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. You know. Well,
1: these days now that the Oscars have like 10 different films nominated. <laughs> but that's things have changed with the Oscars in recent yeah. years, you know, yeah. so but. it's
0: been, but so here's my question, because I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, I, you know, it was a great night for Steven Spielberg. There was a very personal movie, as you said, the fabelman's uh, it's, it's nice to see, you know, a guy at this time, time of his life, 75 finally tells this, as you said earlier, tells this story uh of his family we've heard little bits and pieces of it he's always said that through all throughout all of his movies he's been sort of telling this story in little fragments whether it's through et or close encounters or or things like that but he finally had the guts to tell it and uh and so so that was nice to see but um but i'm just i'm just wondering i mean i know that you i mean hey once again i give you a lot of credit for for watching the whole thing in real time well you
1: know i have but i also like to watch i also like the fashion so that's that appeals to me in a way that it probably doesn't appeal right to yeah
0: no a like a lot i lot said people, well but. to me what they should do is they should just have the the red carpet
1: yeah i wouldn't mind now
0: that. now once again i don't know which station you watched did you watch laverne cox yes okay i don't know how you did that did. either I like Lebron.
1: The only is she asks oh, the same oh, question. She she's, always
0: she's taking the Oprah, the annoying Oprah,
1: bah, bah, bah,
0: to a new level. Oh,
1: I liked her dress too. Oh
0: God, it was
1: pretty. But I, I, I think she just. Uh, uh the thing is that she asked the same question too many times right. of Exa- different well, because people. there's no but, but but she's not really she's an actress i
0: she, know so this is not, my point so why is she doing supervisor. this have a so this is my know.
1: point
0: there there's well, she, the, the, there's the line is, is blurred now you know but what,
1: i think she one thing she really is good at which is a, a very much a red carpet thing is she is really good she knows the fashion and she knows the designers and she can spot like she can she can guess who's wearing what even before they tell her because she is very well versed in.
0: Tell us fashion. your story. What story are you telling us?
1: Yeah, what story are you telling? Ta- uh. ta- like, that is the question she asks too many times. Yeah, instead it's of a good yeah. question, it's a good question to ask once.
0: Right. Oh, <laughs> that, well, not, well, well, See, you know, it, what kills me is like I said, the line has been blurred. When you watch these things now, half the time, um, the 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 star, the celebrity. Is complimenting the reporter on their dress. <laughs> it's like the
1: reporter oh, that, ha- that happens. That but even happens to Joan Rivers occasionally. But my
0: point is, the reporter is supposed to be invisible. Well, I'm, I'm not. You're not supposed to say, "Oh, like I, I saw a clip from that Critics' Choice thing because they had the bad red carpet thing." And Michelle, uh, who was in the Fablemans, Michelle Williams—is that her name?
1: Yeah, Michelle
0: yeah. Williams. Was with Busy Phillips. Yes,
1: they're like best friends. Yeah,
0: and they're talking to the woman. I don't even know who she was. And she said, we love your dress. And then the reporter is this guy. Uh, God, Sam, somebody, he's an L.A. guy. He's been there forever. He always does the the reports on the news. Um, and they're like, oh, my God, we love you. We've been watching you for 30 years. And I'm like, "What? what, what is happening here? <laughs> the reporter is supposed to be invisible i'm asking you the questions and now and of course he loves the fact you know there's no more I, I i don't even know what these shows are and 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 like i said the worst part is the awards are supposed to be the high point and we never even find out who the winners are because there's either you know some horrible event that happened you know, and that look at the Oscars a few years ago, they 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 announced the wrong winner. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind
1: of exciting, actually. Yeah, well,
0: I'm just saying, but in, yeah, it's exciting unless you were involved in it. I mean, it, it 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 shows a lack of of preparation and 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 professionalism. It's interesting, I guess. But yes, but that was the that
1: that was the fault of the accountants. Yeah, well, that whatever. Is but I'm just saying. It's not the fault I, of the presenter. But my
0: point is, it shouldn't happen. These the, I, no, I, you know, these shows not. are just. They're, I I don't know what they are anymore. And and the sad part is that network television is so losing its grip on television. You know, on on, on the, the viewership, it, it, it's 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 a it's a mere it's a mere shadow of what it used to have in terms of of viewership and and influence. And I mean, if you watch any of these these things, uh, these award shows that that uh, talk about television, network programming isn't even in the nominees anymore. It's all streamers. I know.
1: Well, I mean, maybe they should start poaching people over from streaming, you know, services yeah. to, to help run I, the networks. But I, but but remember, the networks will always be hamstrung by what they can and cannot show on network TV, whereas the streaming services and like the cable channels, you know, before them don't have those same constraints so if the sopranos had been on nbc it would have been a very different show
0: oh it would have been a completely different show there's new, you right. couldn't even do it you couldn't do it on on network television no question yeah yeah, yeah. well so here's so Head here's break, my here's, you know, here's my shows. here's my my tying up question here because we're a little short on time today and i appreciate you taking the time will you watch the golden globes next year
1: Oh, I mean, of course. Oh! <laughs> but, you know, oh! but I
0: might be the only person oh! watching. Oh my God! I swear, I mean, I I mean once again to your point, I do. I have an interest, but granted, I have an interest that is waning as the years go on by the the, the ways these shows are presented. And as I said before, sadly, the film industry is so fragmented right now that you know, I I. This is the funniest part. When I fast forwarded to just when they would when they would just announce the the nominees and the winners, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the movies. I haven't even seen a lot of the shows that were were nominated because they're so niche. Right. I predicted every winner. Oh. Every okay. winner. And I didn't see any of them. But I knew who was going to win because I knew they were getting diverse. I knew that what was the hot everybody loves Abbott uh, Elementary. You know that's going to win. You know,
1: good show. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. I haven't even seen an episode, but I knew it was going to sweep. You know, I could just tell what was going to win by the fact of what's hot or what in that night. The Golden Globes had to present. You knew that White Lotus and you knew that Jennifer Coolidge was going to win. Um, you know, you, yeah. you you knew that Spielberg was going to win when when he won for best, uh, you know, screenplay. Okay, he's going to win for best director, uh, you know, and and things like that, and or best film. So it was just like I I I, I, I couldn't believe. It. I was like, oh, this boom and it's like I didn't even see any of them. Right. So I don't know if that's good or bad that 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 they're that easy to be. Um, to be nominated but um yeah i don't know i give you so much credit for sticking in there (laughs) for being entertained uh and for wanting to it uh to to watch it again and uh if there is one next year i promise i will call you again and we will do it one more time
1: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds good
0: thanks a lot emily thanks jim And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. And don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, to anybody who listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion is much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 348. I'm Jim Toronto. I ain't here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. From the end of the web to your screen.